Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits. I want to talk about the National Broadband Plan. Uh, Opposition TDs have expressed concerns over the length of time it will take for the broadband to be rolled out to homes all across Ireland, businesses, schools, particularly in rural Ireland, with a plan being strongly criticised in some quarters. Cabinet yesterday signed off on the National Broadband Plan, which aims to bring high-speed internet to more than 540,000 homes across the country's farms and businesses. And the approval comes after a long and controversial process aiming, well, it's taken nearly seven years at this stage, aiming to get the broadband into rural areas. Uh, the plan was first announced way back in 2012 by the Fine Gael Labour government. And since then, it has been, I suppose, beset by all sorts of delays and setbacks, including the withdrawal of AIR and the rival broadband infrastructure giant Syro, who are now gone, and a joint venture between Vodafone and ESB from the bidding process. US-based investment Granahan McCourt is the only firm still vying for the contract for the project, which it plans to build with a group of some subcontractors. And the contract has been expected to be awarded uh, last year uh, when then the Minister of Communications, or the then Minister of Communications, Dennis Nocton, who eventually quit his ministerial position over the controversial meetings he had uh, with Granahan McCourt, Chief David McCourt. Now it is expected that the rollout will start later this year. The government said that the majority of properties will be connected over the next five years, but that it will take seven years until 2026 for all the properties to be connected. I don't even believe that figure, to be honest with you. By the way, we've seen that with the Lewis, we've seen that with the tunnel, we've seen it with everything else. Oh, it'll take five years! Ten years later, we're still building it. Uh, The timeline and the high cost of the rollout, which uh, is multiples more than it was first thought, has been strongly criticised by opposition figures. And the Roscommon Leitrim TD, Michael Fitzmaurice, labelled the timeline a disgrace, saying there was a desperate need for broadband in rural areas. I'm going to talk to him in a few minutes. And he is not happy with the timeline of seven years to connect some homes and businesses. And the Fianna Fáil Communications spokesperson, Timmy Dooley, also criticised the plan. Uh, mind you, I was on The Tonight Show with him only recently. And sure, he was, I don't know, he seemed like a cheerleader for it. But anyway, he tweeted, Fianna Gael is now promising to deliver broadband to, th- uh, to a third less houses, uh, taking three times longer and costing six times the original price. And to make it worse, the state won't own the network built with three billion of taxpayers' money. Now, remember, of course, that's three billion. What did they tell us the children's hospital was going to be? They said it was going to be 500 million. We're now looking at 2 billion. Multiply 3 billion by 4, we're up to 12. It could possibly be 12 billion because Varadkar himself said it will cost, when he was asked how much originally it would cost, multiples of billions. <laughs> multiples. We don't even know. So I want to know what you think of this broadband plan. Today I want to get your thoughts on the national broadband plan. Do you think it's a complete and utter waste of money? Are you affected by lack of broadband in your area? Because, of course, Classic Hits broadcast into areas, parts of rural Ireland, I suppose that have been pretty much isolated. The fact that you hear me now, you're hearing me on FM, which is probably the, the oldest uh, form of technology around. And I want to hear from you on this. Do you think it's a complete and utter waste of money? Yes, you do. Or no, you think it's a great idea and you're looking forward to your new fast broadband. Let me know what you think. And the number is 0871880008. You can WhatsApp or you can text us. Let me go first of all, if I can, to TD Michael Fitzmaurice. Uh, Michael. Uh, you had a lot to say in relation to this broadband plan. I mean, the final plans were announced yesterday, but it still seems like a mess. Yeah, look, at, um, first of all, I think, Niall, uh, no more TDs or yourself the, in the media or the public out there, um, all we got was basically a press release yesterday published telling us the flowery bits of it. We don't know the detail yet, being honest, which uh, we don't know. We know some parts, but um, until we drill down into this, 
we don't know what's happening. First of all, the government said over the last number of years they were going to bring broadband to every house in this country. That's that's fact statement. Mm-hmm. Um, it has now gone to 98%, which is 10,000, three or 400 houses that will not, from what I understand was said yesterday, get broadband. That's the first thing. So the, the first myth that they talked about in the line of that they were bringing to every house is gone. Second of all, um, we see that air is going to get a billion out of... Uh, the genius that done the that done the the dealing on well, they got the cosy deal from the start with the three hundred thousand. Well, they're going to get they're, they're going to get ten euro a pole where they have their wire along. Um, but, and by the way, we cannot offer, uh, from my understanding, uh, broadband to those people that has the option of going for air. But but but, but speaking but, but I'm just speaking of the poles. I mean, is that is that a bit of a cosy deal for air because it's a bit of a gravy train for them? For example, if we have a storm and there's a you know a few poles out and wires out, they're the ones who are going to have to be repairing them. Well, I would imagine if you're doing the contract and you're giving them twenty euro a pole and ten euro uh, twenty euro outside the area that they have done, um, and ten euro in inside the area, I would imagine. But it wouldn't surprise me, being honest with you, that you would have clauses in the contract that would make sure that whatever happened in storm or unforeseen circumstances, that they would be liable uh, to put that to look after that. But the, but the bottom line, the bottom line, Michael, you know, and I, mean, I know you're speaking from rural Ireland as well, for a lot of people of rural Ireland. This plan, I mean, they're they're saying that they're going to have this ready to, in seven to ten years. Well, that's the, that's the kind of figure, right? It realistically could take 15 years. Now, well, I, I, I know 15 years ago, 54K was the top speed, right, for broadband, right? In 15 years' time, one gigabyte won't be enough anyway. I mean, we're not really thinking into the future. Well, Surely yeah. we can look at India, Korea, America, China, and they're all using 5G already. We'll be up to 7G in 10 years' time, which will be adequate to supply the whole of Ireland. I mean, these masts, these 5G masts, will hit 15 kilometres. Yeah, well, I think that we need to <clears throat> put things into perspective in the line of the 5G and in the line of announcements that has been made um, over the last few months by other providers. They all admit, whether we like this or whether we don't, that you have to bring the wires to a certain point, even if you're beaming it. So the wire the wire has to come, Niall. The cable, of, yes. Yeah, the cable has to come, whether it's 5G or whether it's some other provider, if you look at England, they brought them to churches. They, they brought the, the cable to the churches and then they beamed it to a certain area. Um, and that may be one solution. Now, in fairness, I will tell you this. If we could get 100 meg compared with... I, I saw last night, I was trying to uh, open... It was actually around 12 o'clock. I had a quick look at Dundee and I couldn't even see the pictures. That will tell you the type of broadband. <laughs> it it, remind, it reminds me of when you were sitting sitting at your computer 15 years ago waiting for a picture to come up line by line. But I, I was actually in my house last night. I got a knock on the door and a chap from air was there. And they were digging up my estate there going back about six weeks ago. And he offered me fibre optic cable uh, which is all part of the National Broadband Plan. He offered me this fire for €39 Euro with air. Uh, now, I'm, I'm currently with somebody else under the contract, so I couldn't take it. So, you know, already people in Dublin, I'm not too sure about Cork, Syro have originally put down cables. Now, Syro are gone now, but a lot of people already have the fibre optic. The problem is people in rural Ireland. If we're going to wait for the National Broadband Plan, the technology will be obsolete by the well, time I we get to I- it. I don't, I, like, it depends on the contract. And as I say, we are talking in the dark here because we don't know the ins and outs of it. Unusually enough, I hear that we're going to see some emails and whatever went on 
uh, during the, today if we do. The first thing is, air got 350,000 houses, and you and I have spoke about this before, and I, where when we were in the programme for government, we were guaranteed before I left out that air were not getting that because there were sort of more riper apples than, than the rest of it. That was given out the following September. So that put the kibosh on a lot of it, in my opinion. Second of all, if you can bring 350,000 houses on stream, like AIR are doing with the subcontractor, because we know the subcontractors that's operating for them, inside two years, bear in mind that the 540,000 houses isn't twice that. So you should be well careful. Yeah, but, yeah, but look at what they're doing, Michael. I mean, if you look at this, for example, for, from bus routes, they took the popular bus routes. The bus routes that nobody right. really travels on uh, are the ones they didn't really want. So they got, right. the, they got the cozy deal. And, yeah. and the government should have yeah. charged them for that, by the way. But yeah. they, they got the cozy deal. Yeah, and you're 100% right in that. I agree with you. But I am talking about delivering the, the, the phase that has been given out yesterday. At the end of the day, if you put enough feet on the street or people on, on the poles, you will deliver the wires going right along. But, why, no is, but why is the taxpayer paying for this? If you look at America with AT&T, for example, they're the ones providing it. The state aren't, the taxpayer aren't funding it. Why are we the taxpayer funding it? You know, the, the cost at the moment is at three billion. Three mm. billion, right? Now, we know at the Children's Hospital what happened there, if we're to trust the government. 500 million was the original plan. We're now up to two billion. If we use the same mathematics and multiply this by four, it could be 12 billion by the time well, yeah, it's finished. But, but let's get a few things into perspective here. Um, there are... Obviously, rural Ireland is more isolated or, or more rural as than be it Dublin or Galway or Absolutely, whatever. Absolutely, yeah. So obviously, it is not as attractive to them. And when they're not bothered or asked about trying to give that facility to those people, well, then government intervention has to take place. No more than um, taxpayers' money will go into the Lewis in Dublin and the buses that's in Dublin to make sure that the facility of accommodating people, be it through work, are going to work is, is or working is done. at or working at home because this is becoming more common now. Because, yes, it's but, becoming but so at much the more moment, common. At the moment, and you know this as good as I do, um, in Dublin and in other large cities, there is a ferocious pressure on them where we have basically unbalanced regional development, and there are a lot of people now that go into Dublin five days a week. That if they had broadband, be it in Kinnegad or be it in Drogheda or be it in Wicklow that they would be able to maybe work two to three days from their home, which would be a good thing for their their family life, but and also a good thing for their carbon footprint. And we need to make sure that if you're in Connemara, or if you're in the Skibbereen, or if you're above at the top of Donegal, or any part of Ireland, that you have a level playing field as much as possible to try and have someone working, living, in that area. And, and what's the guarantees, by the way? What's, I mean, what's Air's role in all this? Any guarantees on what the public will eventually be forced to pay? And <laughs> any, any control over future pricing? I mean, or is it just a cash cow? I mean, I mean, is there any guarantees well, for the general all, public? First of all, the only bit, and as I've said, Niall, um, you probably have as much information as I have. But I'm not going to go spoofing that I know something that I don't know. My understanding is the connection fee will be €100, Euro, which is the same um, uh, as a city, Right. So that's fair enough. We don't know the figures of what they will be charging. I presume it will be the same as they offered you. Uh, the 39, I think. Yeah, 39 I, was offered. And, and being honest with you, I don't know whether that will be or not. I'm not going to go telling somebody something I don't know. As I said, first of all, rural Ireland needs it. 
you give something a cautious welcome, you would be worried about the cost, you would be worried about the capability of the of of companies to uh, put that infrastructure in place. And I am worried about the timeline because, unfortunately, in my opinion, if they're dabbling around at this in seven years' time, I've looked at the, the bit of the programme that I saw. Um, That's the name where he is, the timeline. The, there's 120,000 supposed to be but, joined but up. But Michael, Michael, you know, I, I'm not, I mean, I'm reasonably techly, technically minded, I don't know about yourself, but we see the way technology moves on and the way it changes and how quickly it changes, even in the seven years that this plan started. If we go back seven years ago, the fastest broadband we would have had would have been 30 megabytes. Now, on average, Virgin Media are offering 500 megabytes, yeah, for example. Nile, so, Nile, so, just, so, I mean, just, fi- yeah, we're saying where, a gigabyte is fast. In 10 years, second. a gigabyte won't be fast. You said, you said that we see how technology has moved on. Just step back a second. In 2012, when the government announced that the broadband was coming to rural Ireland and they were going to do the Divil and all, we haven't seen how technology has moved on in rural Ireland because we still cannot open the computer to get the broadband even to have one. So what, what is Farmer John doing out in the middle of rural Ireland? What's he doing for broadband in the well, moment? Is he, is he using satellite or Imagine, is it? Or? If you look, yeah, some are using that. Um, it works in places. It struggles in other places. And if you looked yesterday evening... At the likes of the news, some of them have to drive into town where uh, they can. There might be a pub that would have uh, a router, and the, the, yeah. they use their computer from outside to do their documents to send to the department. That's, of that's ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah, well, it's crazy. Like, and yeah. they're talking about these hubs. Yeah, the hubs may be a help, but I do not buy. Yeah, but any, yeah, but, I, but realistically, the, in no broadband plan, it would make any financial sense to roll a cable out five miles to one farmer out, outside the town. That wouldn't make any viable sense. So the, the only way out of that is to put up a mass with 5G. I mean, that's the logical way to do things, isn't it? Yeah, but the only thing, um, you have to bring the cable to certain areas. And if you look at the, say, the, the way the country is laid out, you probably would be bringing the cable most of the way. There's no, there's no point in cod nurses. And second of all, this won't be digging in the ground. I heard our Tishan about digging in the ground. You don't have to be digging in the ground if you're above on a pole. Uh, people talked about the ESB situation. I question that for the simple reason when you go near electricity of health and safety, uh, you have powered out lines. You'd have to wrap it around it probably. And you would need a lot of engineers where you can Look at I watched the guys in the areas that they were and like it has caused pandemonium. I oh, know, I know. They did it in my, my housing estate going back about six weeks in ago. The last six yeah. months it has caused not no, not the guys that's doing the work at the moment. They're hundred percent. They're digging up the road. Yeah. <laughs> but, but what the pandemonium it has caused is that we get the heads I, there's a, a short word that you'd use for it. Every day it of us um where the air are going to a certain point and there could be someone down the road twenty meters, fifty meters, seventy meters and they'll tell them they can't get it. Well, but f- finally, Michael, why do you believe Leo Varadkar, Richard Bruton, and before that, Dennis Nocton, why Why do you think they're just ignoring everybody? They're almost like children with their hands over their ears going, la, 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 la. They're just yeah, well, ignoring everybody and saying this is a bad idea. Well, what I don't... And look at it, I hope this works out. And there's no point in saying it because no one wants to see broadband in rural line. I brought this from... This I, I, lo- I think we're looking at another voting machines here, but go on, yeah. Well, I hope we're not. I hope it works out. But the problem is in this country that um, politicians at times say they're going to do the devil and all. They know they won't be there in five or seven or ten years' time and sure what about they're gone into the sunset. That's not the way politics should be done. We need to make sure we get this right. The people of rural Ireland deserve it. The taxpayer deserves to to make sure that everything is accountable for. And maybe it will take that amount of money. Do you understand me? There's no point 
in fairness, one thing I did hear yesterday, and I think this needs to be mentioned, that, and we'd have seen it, look at, I worked in water jobs around the country, we'd have seen it where there was penalty clauses if you didn't reach the targets that you were to reach. There is like 547 million of a proviso, it's 2.1 billion, there's 547 million off the top of my head of a proviso of unforeseen circumstances, and the VAT is 300 million. And maybe we'd be able to save that with prudent work, but um, Have you ever known anything to be prudent in this country? Honestly, well, look at, Michael. It was the first time, and I think the <laughs> yeah, this, is, this is not I, going to be it. I think, I think with the debacle on the children's hospital, there is pressure on everyone to make sure that there's no more uh, foolish. Ah, well, look, we had debacles before. We had debacles when we had the Lewis. We had debacles when we had the tunnel. We had debacles before in relation to costs and how costs crept up very slowly and turned out to be two or three times more than they were. Listen, thank you very much indeed. TD Michael Fitzmaurice. Ciao, Niall. Good luck. Cheers. Bye. Uh, and that's all about the National Broadband Plan. By the way, do you, well, I'm not going to say do you care. Of course, people care about it, particularly if you're living in rural Ireland, you're not living in a city. Uh, but I want to hear from you. Do you think this is a complete and utter waste of taxpayers' money? Uh, all right, loads and loads of people are texting. What a complete and utter waste of tax- Taxpayers' money, this broadband thing is. Um, I live in Dublin. I'm quite happy with my speed. Oh, yeah. There's you, little selfish person. huh? Once you're all right, Jack, that's the main thing. The person says, no, what a waste of money. Um, we're spending billions on a broadband plan and we don't even own it. Well, yeah, that's the kind of bottom line here, isn't it? We're, kind of, we're buying it for a company. <laughs> doesn't sound right, doesn't it? No, I live in Scarries. I only have 14 megs in my broadband. The fibre optic is 100 metres away from me, uh, but it will never come into my home. That comes in from Paddy. It's outrageous, Paddy. It'd be worth paying for the 100 metres yourself, really, wouldn't it? Uh, another person says that, now living in rural Ireland... We have no internet. Uh, we did have a satellite recently, but the system was uh, never worked properly, so we got rid of it again. Uh, we have to go to friend's house to use the internet. What? See what I mean? This is what you're dealing with around Ireland at the moment. Uh, but unfortunately, I don't believe the broadband plan is going to be the answer. Let me go to Jimmy. Jimmy, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Jimmy? I'm very good, now. How are you? Jimmy, I mean, the, the national broadband plan, God only knows how much it's going to cost. God only knows how long it's going to take. Is it going to be worth it? No, the monkeys are in charge of the asylum. Mm. It's just it's just unbelievable. Like, 25 years ago, Mary Harney announced a national emergency when it came to the waiting trolleys. Nothing has happened. Like, and it's, it's our own fault. We elect these people, and they come on the television, and they talk like I'm talking, and they ring, ring things this, and we set money aside for this, and we've done this, and we've done this, and they talk in a lovely voice. But as soon as they get into the back room, it's like, who do we know, lads, about all this, this, this effing problem? Do you know what I mean? These guys are they're, they're ex-school teachers, they're ex-doctors. I wouldn't trust none of them. I'm voting since I was 19 years of age. I will never vote again. Never. Because they have lied and cheated every infrastructure project in this country. As far they as never seem to get it right. I don't know who's in charge never. of logistics, but they never seem to get it right, do they? Never, and there's nobody held to account. But if my tax disc is out of date by two days, I'm summoned straight. I get penalty points on my license. Like, like the, the ordinary Joe Soap, as we like to call ourselves, we are hammered by the monkeys, basically. Do you know what? They, they are absolutely useless. I will never, ever vote again. See, what I, what I can't understand is, right, here's, look, here's the thing. In America, you know, they have fibre optic cables. AT&T are responsible yeah. for most of it, okay? Yeah, so, so the government said, you fire away, you put your, your wires yeah. down, off you go, and make a few Absolutely. quid out of it. Off you and go. You make a few quid and they did. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's big government, you see. And always, I'm always weary of... So we're government. paying for it. We're yeah, paying we're for it. For and it. and we're not, we don't even own it. Niall, I'll tell you a story. At 14 years of age, I started working, OK? Became a messenger boy. Couldn't read, couldn't write. So this state never did nothing to me, only beat me and punished me as a child, OK? Now, I've, I've gotten over that. I've done my own thing. I've sorted my own life out, OK? But when I come up against a state institution, big government, as they call it in America... You're wasting your time with them because what they want to do is set up jobs for themselves, their cronies, and get the taxpayer to pay for it. They're, they're, they're a blight on society. A, a private company should be set up, and if they want to make a profit out of it, knock themselves out. And if they want to charge people that are living in rural countries or, or rural counties, okay, we're going to charge you a thousand euros a year for your broadband. Well, you know, no, you, well, see, you can't go down that route either, can you? <laughs> but, but what you could do, what you could do, well, I mean, the problem here is that Air took 360,000 customers, but they yeah. took the nice 360,000 customers, the, the ones that are close yeah. together, where there isn't long cables all over the place. Absolutely. So no, nobody wants yeah. Paddy, the farmer, up in the middle of the mountains, you know what I mean? Yeah. Nobody wants yeah. him. Yeah. God no, bless him. No, 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 no. But the, 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 that's, that's, that's because of big government again. Do you know what I mean? If there were private companies and private institutions littered around the country to sort all that, that probably would have been sorted out years ago because you go knocking on a professional door and you say, listen, we want this to happen. There's, 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 there's 40 or 50 of us. We want broadband. and we're prepared, we're prepared to pay you X amount, but you have to maintain it. You have to look after it. If there's a problem, you've got to come out and sort it. Here's the money up front. Do you know what I mean? But like when you have government, oh my God, these people... They're really and truly sick of me, every single one of them. They're coming knocking on my door and I'm just ignoring the doorbell even. I okay, well, 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 hang on for a second because Bernie, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Bernie? Hi, hi Niall. How are you today? Do you have broadband? I think I have now. I you think you have. <laughs> <laughs> that, that sums it up really, doesn't it? You think you have. <laughs> I, I signed up to Vodafone. I, I was with Air and you could spend three hours on the phone trying to get through to them to ask them about your speed. You know, you can check your speed online or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I had a speed. I don't even think they need a list. So I changed then when the contract uh, to Vodafone there about two years ago. And like, I don't know. I, I mean, if there's three of us here sitting on the couch, we won't all get the, we won't get it. It's, it shuts down. So I don't know what I have, if I'm honest. But nobody's come near me. I look around. There's not a sign of a, a, a politician coming near this road. It's a small little road with 10 houses on it. And you, I, is, your, is your road in the middle of nowhere? No, it's a mile from a, uh, from a village. Right, it's okay. A, it's, on the, it's just off the M59. It's not like, a, you know, out in the sticks and, you know, some the sticks. Are. Right, okay. But you're, but you're not in the middle of nowhere. No, you're, I mean... Graveyard up the road, so there's a couple of you know the, the your man can come in and the speed van turns up there every day at a bank holidays. He's well able to find it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he would be, of course. Yeah. So, but but I mean, you've you've heard. I mean, I'm sure you've listened to the news over the last seven years, but particularly over the last seven days about the national broadband plan. Does it excite you, or do you think it's Not going to be a complete waste it, it of money? It irritates me. It irritates me. There's so many other things wanted more urgently than frigging broadband. Uh, in this country today. Well, um, I mean, broadband is important for business, Bernie, particularly for business. It is important. No, well, I live a mile from the village. There's, there's only one There's only one uh, hotel in the village. Do you know, I mean, who's going to benefit? What business is going to come here? Yeah, but I mean, they, that hotel, for example, needs decent speed broadband to supply all the rooms, I suppose, and have everybody have Wi-Fi who wants to stay in their hotel. You know, I mean, farmers need it, you know, to send their reports back to the Department of Agriculture. Now, they don't need, you know, mad speeds, but they need at least probably 30 megs anyway. 
you know, and and the problem is you're not going to get that in parts of where we're learning at the moment. So there has no, to be I mean, some I, sort of plan. Yeah, like I mean, my friend works in local vets and she, she's farming to her all the time and she does all the paperwork for them because they don't have anything. And that's how people are, you know, they, they're utilising the best, the local, you know, the local people are doing what they can to send in the right forms, to do everything by the book, send it in by the post. Like there's no way we just send it in online. Like you wouldn't risk it. Yeah, because broadband has become like having a phone. It's it, it was a luxury. Now it's an essential. You do have to have broadband. In Nile, I mean, are they going to dig up more roads? Like, I'm off the M59. I mean, it's already been dug up so many times now, I and mean, we waited. They will be dug. Well, no, they're going to. The, the new plan now is not to dig anymore. It's to put it up on poles. They're going to pay air twenty euro for every pole. Yeah, but you I mean this is the width of a pram, like, and we already have the camper vans and the tour buses coming down, and the <laughs> caravans and the and the bikers. Like, when when are they going to do it? And what time of the day are they going to, you know, are they going to just, are they going to dig up the the road? Are they going to get, you know, I mean, have you seen the poles at the side of the road? Some of you have to drive around the poles. <laughs> <laughs> and, do you, and do you trust Bernie? Do you trust the government? No, absolutely not. No, does anybody trust <laughs> them? Nice, nice. Yes, yes. Sorry, yeah. go ahead. A private, a private company should be set up. For all infrastructural projects, with qualified people, engineers, whoever you need, and, and for all infrastructural projects then, it's keep it away from politicians. Keep everything away from them people. All you need them people for is to stick a microphone in front of them, and once you see their lips open, they're lying. And sign the check. That's, that's all they need to do. Well, just stay there for a second because I want to come to Bridget after the break as well because she wants to talk about her, bra, her broadband as well. I don't know what your experience is and do you believe the National Broadband Plan is a complete waste of money? I personally believe it's an absolute and utter waste of money that could possibly cost us £10 billion. It won't be finished in seven years. It'll be lucky if we get it in ten years. And by the time we get it, it'll be obsolete. Because we're talking about one gigabyte is the speed that you would get on this optical cable or fibre optic cable, which is the National Broadband Plan. I mean, by the time we get to 10 or 15 years, so one gigabyte's going to be obsolete. We'll be looking for 10 gigabytes then. Bridges, you're on Classic Kids. Bridget, do you have broadband in your area? We have all my neighbours have it, right? And we are the, we are the only house on on say the road that cannot get it. And why can't they give it to you? Because there's they said there's no fibre cable that coming to come into our house. But you, yeah, but you can still get broadband without fibre no, cable. We can't. We actually can't get nothing. They can't even put a wire through our property. Nothing. We've had a boat for now, air out. And where is the where? How far is the nearest place that has broadband to you in meters or miles? How far is the nearest place? I literally the the meters right the broadband is right across the road. The box bar, the fibre is right. And they can't run a cable across to your gaff. No, they can't. We have had every councillor to call the door or say, "Look, can you do something about it?" (laughs) And what did they want? Did he plan a permission to run a cable across the road? They're saying we should dig up the road. They don't need to dig up the road. Um, so they could run it from pole to pole, couldn't they? Yeah. They can easily run it from pole to pole. Run from pole, to pole. See, our neighbour beside us, it would, that would be their home. They'd be my husband's brother yeah. beside us. So it's the same, basically the same property. It's just a fence going yeah, I, I had a mate of mine in a similar situation. He's up in Wicklow. And the neighbour who, now the houses are spaced out a bit. He's about 100 yards yeah. up the road. He has broadband. But my, my friend can't get it. And they said, because the cable doesn't go that far. And he says, I'll pay you for the cable if it's just a roll of cable. Because the cable only needs to go 100 metres. But they won't do it for him. Yeah, we've offered to pay it. We've been sent so many uh, modems at this stage. And we've been charged for each modem. And then six months later, we get a little sorry, we can't put it So in. what sort of speed are you getting at the moment on your own? 
Uh, well, modem. Oh, we can't. We have actually no interest in the house talk. Oh, you have no internet at all. No, thank you. Ah, Jesus. We couldn't. We tried to get a landline in. I thought you might have even had fifty six k or something. Anything? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. So, and can you use your mobile phone maybe as a? You can use the, mo- the mobile phone, but we, I have a, a daughter. One, I have a mental girl is doing her junior cert this year. So right. As you can imagine, a lot of projects have some. A lot of them have to be submitted online. Yeah. Well, what, what you could do for the time being, I suppose, is you could use your mobile phone. Have you got an iPhone, is it? You know, she, her, the, my daughter has the iPhone and I just have the regular Bob standard phone. But yeah, but if you, if you set up a hotspot on your phone, you can use that for Wi-Fi for her laptop maybe or whatever. Oh, yeah, we for the time being. Yeah. That's probably the best thing you can do for the moment, yeah. yeah that's what we ha- have. But cheaper's crease. That's, that's, that's like primitive, isn't it? Uh, and I mean, we live in, in. I don't live. I wouldn't say I live in a rural, rural area. I live in Castlecon, County Limerick. I mean, I think we probably are the only house in the area that cannot get it. So you're looking forward to some sort of national broadband plan, but it's not going to happen for seven or ten years. You might you'll be I, waiting, Richard. To be honest, I don't think this is going to actually roll out. I think it's going to be up for about the price of it, and it's going to. It's not going to. Well, that's to a lot of money in fairness for something we don't even own. This is my argument. We don't own it. Yeah, but but sit there a second because Pat, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Pat? No, how you doing? Uh, are you listening to Bridges there? She, I mean, you think she lived up on the moon or something like that? I know, it's a disgrace. But, but I will say this much now. This, this whole thing about broadband now, and it has to be, you know, it had to be announced now. You know, yesterday, it had to be all sorted out the whole lot. Mm-hmm. This is all to do with the, the, the upcoming election. Of course. I, I, mark my words, mark my words. What will happen is, okay, if they get a favourable favor result in the election, then it will be a case of, oh, you know what? We have to go with the, the senior civil servants who know about these things. You know, that there is too much money involved, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And, and you said it there yourself earlier on about the company that's actually putting the stuff down. They're going to own it at the end of it. Yeah. Same, they did the same with the M50. That's a, yeah, you know with the Westlink, yeah. Yeah. There's another thing too. Well, what was the story with the Westlink? Weren't the state supposed to take it back after 10 years? And it should have never happened. Look, what they should have done was, okay, get a company in. And if it's a case of... They had to pay so much towards it and say, right, at the end of it all, we'll give you the maintenance contract on it. Mm. But we we but we, we, we keep it. But I, but I don't even know why we're doing it. Why can't we she just turn around? Well, yeah, but why can't we just turn around to Air or Sardo or wherever it was? And Sardo, by the way, were willing to do it. Uh, the, the government said they couldn't afford more, more than 500 million, so Sardo pulled out. Now we're looking at 2 billion, which is four times that. Looking at like, 3 billion. Yeah, well, the thing about it is that probably go up to 12 billion by the time it's finished. But anyway, yeah. if we go by the, the children's hospital mathematics, why couldn't they just turn around to a company like Air or whoever, or Virgin or wherever it happens to be and say, listen, you fire away, you do it, put the plan together, you pay for it and charge the customer. Grand, yeah, off you I'll go. Tell you, I'll tell you what's going to happen soon. Okay, Air are going to make, they reckon in the next, 20, over a 20 year period, Air are going to make a billion, you know, out of the contracts, out of the whole thing. Mm. But, that, that'll be them, that'll be a sop to them. But the ESB, who also bid for that contract, on the grounds that there was only 500 million, being offered by the government. Now, it's going that to was with Syro, yes. Yeah. yeah. Right, what's going to happen now is, when you see what happens now is, you will have, as soon as this whole thing starts up and it's up and running, you'll have these companies come on board and say, listen, this wasn't tendered fairly. We weren't given a proper, and they will claim compensation. It's happening all the time. I guarantee you. It's a, it's a model for it. They let them get up and running and say, well, by the way, you offered us this contract and it was only 500 million in the pot. Then it went up to 3 billion. It should have been a case of, mm-hmm. it was a whole different contract. It should have been put out the tender again. Yeah. And I would have been, you know, with, you know and offering the ESP and I heard a whole lot. So I was to say, look, there you go. It's actually just 3 billion. 
and that's even that's only conservative now. So okay, just to clarify, Sardo, of course, were they were kind of a joint venture between Vodafone and ESP. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're gone. I'm not hundred percent on that. Yeah, they you know, are. Whoever, they're they're out of the picture now. Whoever it was, but the point is, if they will fool around now and say, they will claim that they weren't given a proper bite to charity because there was basically 500 million, you know, that was all the tender was, was put out for, mm-hmm. and then it went up to 3 billion. So that yep. company that's taking the job on board, that's not even that. But it's not, we know, we all know it's not going to cost 3 billion. That's not what, he, that's not what even what they do. You know, they're not even experts in the field, you know? But it, we, and we all know it's not going to cost 3 billion, and we all know it's not going to be finished in 7 years or 5 years or anywhere close to it. It'll go to 10 years and it'll cost 10 billion. And we all know we that. Draw, I drove by the Children's Hospital you know, three weeks ago. And I was described, I was absolutely shocked. I looked in and I could see there, and, and I've been in around the place, and I know the size of the site. It's quite big, but it's not that big. I counted seven cranes in there in that one small space. Seven cranes, and none of them were actually operating at the time. Seven cranes. Now that's the, it's absolute, mm. there can't be that need for that many. All right, well, listen, Hank, Pat, uh, Pat, like many people believe, this is uh, obviously a ploy before the elections, uh, obviously to get a bit of favouritism uh, for the party. Uh, I believe the National Broadband Plan is a complete and utter waste of taxpayers' money. It's a mess. I do believe the people in rural Ireland need broadband, absolutely. There are other ways of doing it that we can upgrade in the future. Uh, but this mess is not going to work. All it's going to do is cost the taxpayer a huge amount of money, and I believe it'll be obsolete in 15 years' time. Just like the water meters they put into the ground and nobody ever uses. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.